From the Gert Boyle Studio at OPB, this is Think Out Loud. I'm Dave Miller. For four years now, Willamette Riverkeeper has been working with the city of Salem to remove an invasive aquatic weed from the Willamette Slough at Minto Brown Island Park. Ludwigia threatens native plants and wildlife, including habitat for federally protected spring Chinook salmon and winter steelhead. Crews have been traveling the length of the 87-acre slough this week to spray herbicide on some remaining patches of the weed. Vanessa Youngblood is the restoration manager for Willamette Riverkeeper, and she joins us now. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. I'm excited to be here today. Thanks for joining us. Can you describe the Willamette Slough? Yeah, so it is an off-channel habitat. Um, it's an 87-acre slough, and um, this, over the last decade, has been infested with a aquatic invasive species called Ludwigia. Um, it's a uh, it's a species from South America that was introduced most likely from the aquarium trade or a pond system or something, and it has um, just infested the slough to basically choking out um, most of the native uh, vegetation or um, uh, fish and wildlife habitat that's kind of depends on that on that slough. Can you give a sense for the scale of it? I mean, before this eradication work started four years ago, how widespread was it? In the slough particularly or yeah, the yeah in, in the yeah. slough. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, basically, it had covered the, you know, it's hard to say in dimensions, but the full slough was covered with this aquatic invasive species. And the way the way it works is it it um, it basically creates a monoculture that is um, choking out any sort of other native vegetation. So meaning it's really the only plant that's surviving within that area. And um, it had it had created, like it forms these dense mats. So the vegetation dies off and then now it's, uh, that vegetation is in there, it traps the sediment and um, actually our, you know, contractors can actually walk on it. It becomes so dense. So the flow of water is really restricted and limited, um, which of course also affects any sort of native fish or wildlife. And again, the native vegetation as well. So, So what did it actually mean for salmon? So the salmon depend on the slow water refugia for their migration and rearing habitat. And so, um, you know, our hope is to be able to open back up the slough. Um, You know, the water quality is degraded. Um, The water temperatures are raised a lot with this with this species uh, or with the plant with Lipigia. It also um, it just. Uh, sorry, it depletes depletes the dissolved, dissolved oxygen in the water, and so the fish really are dependent on this. And um, as long as not just the fish, but you know species like the western pond turtle or um, other different um, species that are within that that habitat, so um, it really potentially just chokes out their habitat. And um, and so our our hope is to open that back up. And um, over the last uh, three years, and this year is our fourth year, um, we've actually been able to see the, I mean, you can actually see flowing water in there now 
open water. Um, the plant has, we've, we, it's actually been a really successful treatment over the past um, three years. And, and this, this, this week actually is our fourth, fourth year of our first treatment of the season. So what has the work actually entailed? How have you been getting rid of it? So we work with our contractors, um, integrated resource management, um, and they are using an aquatic rated herbicide as a contact spray technique. And so um, that basically it's a, a foliar spray where they're contacting the, 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 the vegetation specifically of the Ludwigia. Um, and it's there's multiple methods. It depends on if you have land access. And so um, we call it somewhat the amphibious approach where um, a lot of this is actually done by canoes and backpack sprayers. And they're um, out on the water targeting this weed. Uh, and we've, you know, thankfully after each treatment, we get to, you know, it, it kind of limits the or lessens the time of treatment, which has been great. Um, ideally, we do two treatments a season. So we're working, um, you know, this week, July, and then usually about a month later, we come back and do a second treatment. And, um, you know, the goal is really to get to, uh, to be able to get to, you know, have enough success where we can actually reach the hand pulling method. And um, we've, we actually work on quite a few sites with treating Ludwigia and, um, we do something called a paddle and pull, which um, is where we are. You know, the hope is to get at, at Mento Brown after this last after this last year, where we're um, you know empowering volunteers to come out and hand. I mean, we're doing just that. We're paddling on the river and hand pulling weeds from canoes or kayaks. So that's kind of the goal with this with this next year. The way people might go to. Forest Park in Portland and, and and rip out as much English ivy as they can. Yeah, Although that seems exactly. sadly like a, a Sisyphean task right now when when you look at how much there is. But it's, oh. it's it seems like when when you could walk, you could literally walk on the mat of this weed a couple years ago. There was that much. Yeah, it because yes, it, the sediment gets trapped in as well, and so so there's I mean year you know years and years of the senescing of the plant. Now there's the vegetation that's died off. Um, the the sediment is you know building up underneath that, and so um, we have photos of our contractors that are like you know walking out there. I mean, I would definitely not advise that <laughs> anyone to do that, but. Um, but yeah, it's it it you can really tell how it just completely you know chokes out any sort of well most of any native life that would live under there. Hmm. Well, speaking of native life, this year my understanding is you planted twelve thousand native trees and shrubs. What did it mean to you to be adding native species as opposed to just taking out non-native ones? It's incredible. And actually, even hearing from our contractors, they were so excited, too, because, you know, this would, especially with this project, this was a huge moment for them where they're getting to hands on, you know, they've been uh, removing weeds, but now to be able to actually like install these um, native, like crucial native plants within the system. Um, it was a huge, really huge thing for us. And um, I think we you know, with funding, you know, we weren't 100% sure if we were going to be able to include this. And we were super grateful to um, uh, 
Bonneville Environmental Foundation um, for donating some of the plants to us and um, being able to get out there and, you know, for especially in this area, um, I, the hope is, you know, we'll be able to build up this native vegetation that could potentially shade out any new growth of Ludwigia. Um, and then, of course, also provide habitat for any of the wildlife or fish that are within that area as well. Um, and the as far as the aquatic planting is not something that we've done uh, as much, but my hope is to um, work work with that and work with a few other partners who have um, been kind of on the forefront for that in the next couple of years. The funding for this project, I understand, runs out after this year. You've, in fact, you were able to eke out, to, to stretch out over four years, uh, project funding that I think was supposed to initially be three years. But what about next year? Yeah. So, no, that's a great question. Yeah. Our, you know, the funding has been, uh, I mean, I'm, we're super grateful that we've been able to, to kind of stretch this out um, for a fourth year treatment. I don't think we initially thought we'd be able to do that. So, um, I, you know, kind of our, I mean, our main goal is like with, with fundings, you know, with the, if a grant project kind of ends, then we can kind of get into that um, paddle and pull or, you know, utilizing volunteers, the public to come out with us. And so then we don't, you know, we're not needing to do some sort of treatment or spending funds in that way, but instead we could spend a day out there, two days out there um, where we're, you know, literally paddling and pulling weeds. And so I think that's kind of the goal. Um, we definitely try to focus when we do plantings on um, plant establishment. And so because these plants are, you know, were just installed this last year, we really want to focus on um, doing some sort of kind of, you know, ring spray or plant establishment just to make sure that they can that those little native plants can outcompete any other, you know, invasive weed that 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 wants to grow in there, and so they get to that free to grow stage where then they're, you know, able to to kind of outcompete any of that that invasive um, plant material as well. Vanessa Youngblood, thanks very much. Yeah, thank you so much. Great to be here. Take care. You too. Vanessa Youngblood is the restoration manager for Willamette Riverkeeper. She joined us, joined us to talk about the successful effort to get rid of most of the invasive waterweed that had been spreading over large parts of the Willamette Slough near Salem.